Good morning, Raboisai. Lili Nishmasimi Mirosi Ruspas Mordechai. You all recall that one of the sponsors of Turning the Dav was Mark Steinberg. He sponsored it. Schos, that his son, Yitzi, should become a chassan. And indeed, I spoke to him yesterday and he said he attributes the fact that his son became a chassan, Mazel Tov. He wanted to tell me in person that it worked and we should hike up the prices. So in 2022, look for a change in the prices. No, I'm kidding. By Mark Steinberg. In honor of the Shidduch of Yitzchak Pesach Yehuda to Freda Gersten, daughter of Hindi and Yitzchak Gersten of Farakwe. By the way, there is a daf. I was a little upset. I told him, you know, I was hoping that somebody from the daf would make the Shidduch. Who's the Shatchan? My brother-in-law's mother, Faith Shabbat. And Faith Shabbat is Rani Shabbat's wife. Rani Shabbat is the guy that convinced me to do daf the first time. He's the... So this shtickle of... Uh, related to the Shatchan. We have other simchas here, tremendous amount of announcements, beautiful stuff. Uh, Dvir Nedwin had his first grandson, and Yisrael Goldstein had a granddaughter. Once we're talking about simchas, so mazel tov, mazel tov. Also sponsored, I love this one, in honor of my Saba, Asher Zelig ben Ephraim Fischl, by his grandson, David Weingarten. It's beautiful. Everybody remembers Stephen Sokolov. He was in the hospital. He's on Zoom every day. He had a very severe case of COVID, and I'm going to get into it soon. It's an unbelievable email. Stephen Sokolov is sponsoring the yard side of David Yoel Ben Natan. Neshama should have an aliyah. Listen to this email. I spoke to Stephen yesterday because I wanted to make sure I have this email straight. I know it's too long, sorry. Dear Abeli, with my father's yesterday today, it's hard to believe that it's been one year since you were kind enough to say Kaddish for him a favor I will not forget. I'm post-COVID four months now. I've been meaning to write an email and not just to say thank you and the Chaburu provided much needed moral support during my stay in the hospital and after, but it seems these days in healthcare I hardly have a minute to gather my thoughts. It was not until Purim, Suda, that I was able to take something that I felt strongly about in my heart and form into a thought in my head. In the one plus year that I've been with the Chabura, I've heard you talk countless times how it's not about the Dav, but rather the Yami. I'd like to point out something about how real that became to me, and really, I believe, saved my life. The person that says not about the Dav, it's about the Yami, saved his life. I spoke to him yesterday, and he reiterated it, and he says he's 100% serious, and he went on to explain what he means over here. Went into the hospital, I took my Gemara, not wanting to fall behind the Shear. Not the daf, your shear. I was not sure if it was appropriate to turn on the camera in the hospital, hooked up to all kinds of things to help my breathing. It was a big chizik to see him there. I don't care what he looked like, it was great to see him there. Also, I was not really that alert with my oxygen levels dangerously low. On one of the shearim, I was going in and out the whole time, kept falling asleep. After the shear, I stayed on, and of course you asked how I was doing. I honestly don't even remember my answer. The thing I want to point out is this. After the shir, I was already thinking about the next day's shir. I wanted to look over the Gemara, but I could not hold a thought or focus on, the, on and about the daf. Then, it was the word, your words that kept going through my head. It's not about the daf, it's about the yoimi. So at some point, I literally was just looking at the words with zero comprehension, and then it got so bad that I was just looking at the letters, one by one. That was my learning. So basically, he was saying that he couldn't learn. But he, he was comforted by the, by the idea that you don't have to learn a daf. You have to just learn. And what he did was he was just staring at letters. The letters in the Gemara, that's what he's staring at. And he says that's what got him through. But what he explained to me was that 20 minutes before this, him staring at these words, a doctor came into the room and said, I just want to let you know what's happening here. We are probably going to have to put you on a ventilator. And he said, that's it. It's all over now. It's a ventilator. And so he took the Gemara and he started staring, but he couldn't concentrate. So he just stared at the words and he says, it's not about the daf, it's about the yoimi, let me just learn Torah. And he believes that's what got him out of it. So I'm happy I spoke to him and he explained what he wrote over here. And now he says, I truly believe that it was this Chabura and your shir that saved my life. 
the daily calls and messages I receive daily from Uncle Phil, Mark Ashkenazi, Avi Sherman. Now listen to this. He writes me this email yesterday. Yesterday I was just showing the pictures of these three guys. This is Avi Sherman's wedding. So he called him and he called him. Now, what he explained to me doesn't say in the email either. You're not going to believe this. This tzaddik right over here, Mark Ashkenazi, Uncle Phil right over here, didn't just call him. They called him twice a day. Every single day, twice a day. I'm tzaddikim. People are tzaddikim out there. Avi Sherman, Harry Shalom. People calling. He says, that's what got him through. And others literally put life back into me. I am very grateful to you for putting the daf in my, in my yoimi and thereby saving my life so I can be here for my family. Best regards, Stephen Sokolow. Unbelievable. All right. Rabo Isai, a big announcement. Very big announcement. Let me take a drink for this announcement. Hold on. The Seum on Mesechtis Psachim. This, uh, not this. Harabais. Hmm? If, if Chas V'Sholem, I am not here to celebrate with you on Harabais. I will be celebrating the Siyum on Mesech in the five towns. <laughs> they are getting a hall. Space is very limited. And you could sign up going to New York, nycium.8mindaf.com. NYCium, I guess Yosef will put it on the screen here, .8mindaf.com. It's 8 o'clock Monday in the five towns. Um, there's also, we are, we are going to have the Sium. And then after the Sium, after the whole dinner is over, whoever wants to stick around, there's going to be a live shear for the first daf of on the spot in the hall. We are going to stick to the COVID regulations. There's uh, social distancing, masks, etc. It's actually a hall that's makbed. So I'm happy about that. I'm actually very much looking forward to meeting the mishpacha, my brothers, the ones I know, the ones I don't know. Maybe we could do a little... Shalom over there between Mayor Resnick, the guy waving his hat, and the guy lifting up his hands in anger with the kids. We'll have a, we'll a get-together. It'll be unbelievable. So jump on in, newyorkseum.8mindav.com. And you subscribe to all the guys that are organizing it. Zokta Haley Gemara, we're holding up Kufzainam Bays, four lines from the bottom. There will be an, a seum here in RBS. Not at the same time, though. The one in New York is at 8 p.m. New York. Over here, it is maybe right around the same time, or it's roll time by Dr. Avi Factor once again. Zokta Elegimar. Rava Havashasi Chamro Kuli Mala, four lines from the bottom. All Erev Yontif, he's drinking away. A lot of wine. Shasi Chamro Kuli Mala, Yomi de Pischa. Why? Kihecha, the Nigere Lelibe, in order to increase his appetite for the matzo. How do I know that wine actually increases your appetite? When I learned this, I had a question. What do you mean, how do I know? I tried it and it works. What do you mean, how do I know? It's a known thing, I guess. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Mayor. How are you? Great to see you. He's after his second shot. Baruch Hashem. Desnan. How do I know? Because, as we learned also, we had a similar thing in Mesech the Shabbos, where the Gemara says, how do you know that older people, their lips go like this? And like, you look at an old person, you see. The answer is, L'chaira, and it's a side, that sometimes what we think is reality is not so much reality. We think we know it, but we don't. And how do we know what reality is? You look in the Torah. The Torah is Nitzchi. Maybe, it's, maybe this wine is kedem and it works differently than this wine. How do I know that wine actually does? Maybe I'm different. Maybe it works for me. It doesn't work for you. You look in the Torah. It says, Isnan, Bein HaKoyseis Halolo. We're going to have a Mishnah later on. Between the first two cups, the first and second cup, then Imrot Salishto You want to add some wine, you could add wine. And we're not concerned about 
that he's going to be adding cups. It doesn't look, oh, all of a sudden this guy's doing five cups. He's supposed to do four. It's not a problem. But between the third and fourth cup, between Birkus Hamaz and the fourth cup, you don't drink. And if you say that it fills you up, how do you have permission to add wine between the first and second cups? I know you're thirsty, but how do you have the right? You're going to fill yourself up. You won't be able to eat matzah like you're supposed to. Says the Gemara, Elishmamino, Migrar Garir. You see from here that wine actually increases your appetite. Let's jump into Tysis, Taf Tysis. You see that the Gemara says that wine fills you up and makes you happy. That we're not going to argue on the happy part. So, there's a very limited amount that will fill you up. And that's basically your revias. Once you go past that, the Mishnah Buddha says, you're ready into the two revias area. Now, it whets your appetite. So you saw it. You have to know. Too little fills you up. Too much will actually increase your appetite. So Rava drank a lot. Rav Sheshit said the Gemara, have a Yosef Tanisa, call Mali Yomid Nothing to do with Tanis B'chayrois. Rav Sheshit would fast. You wouldn't eat. Neymo. Neymo Kosova Rav Sheshit. So yesterday we had the Shailah. When do you have to stop eating? Do you stop eating at 12, which is a half hour before 12.30, which is the first mincha, mincha is 12.30, or I'm using 12.30 loosely, just a number, a round number, or the mincha ketana is 3.30, you do samach mincha half hour before that at 3 o'clock. So 12 o'clock, when do you stop eating? At 12 or 3? We said you could eat fruit and that's, but don't eat a suda. So from here you see, that he holds Mincha Gedayel. You do the earlier one. That's why he stopped eating in the morning. And what's the difference between the reasons? One is that you shouldn't forget to do the current Pesach. One is that you should come in hungry. And the reason is that you're going to forget about the current Pesach. Did I skip? Now, Bemser is of the opinion that you could check the current Pesach the entire morning. From the morning, you'll have to wait until Chatzais. And the morning is still time to check the current Pesach. You could check the current Pesach from daybreak, from dawn. Remember, we had all the way to the beginning of the Sechel. What does Bein Arbaim mean? And we spoke about these two evenings. Basically, when the sun is directly above, and it starts shifting to the west, that's Bein or Baim. It starts moving to Mayrev. It doesn't mean nighttime, it means from Chatzais, and that's how we know that that's when you shut the Karim Pesach. So what's, what's Ben Viseri going to do with Bein or Baim? It says Chatzais. I'm going to learn that it means the night before. Between the two evenings, not the afternoon evening and the evening evening, between the evening evening and the evening evening, in other words, you could check from last night until tonight. Not literally last night, because it can't shut at night, from dawn until the night. Okay, and that's why he fasted from the morning, because he didn't want to forget to do the Korim Pesach. Korim Pesach is from the morning. And he, when you say that you have to start, start fat, you, you can't eat from 12 o'clock, it's because that's when you're able to do the Korim Pesach, and from that moment on, you shouldn't eat until you do the Korim Pesach. So, but if the moment is, Five o'clock in the morning, so you can't eat from five o'clock in the morning. Amri loy, Amri loy. No, that's not the pshat. Shani Rav Sheisha the istinus hava. His istinus. It just it just occurred to me that this istinus, I'm kind of dealing with it. Sensory issues. People have sensory. So, like I said, he ate a little bit. That's it. He can't. In, if, in those days they had pizza, maybe he only would eat pizza, like my children. Just you know, it's a. Istinus, whatever you call it's a better word for me. It makes more sense now. The time b'tzav for me, if he would eat a little bit in the morning, then he wouldn't be able to eat any longer. So that's why he fasted. He, did, he wanted to eat the matzah, but he, was, he was very concerned about the matzah, and he thought 
that anything he would eat during the day, even many hours before, 10 hours before, would have an effect on his matzah. We learned in the Mishnah, Even a poor person has to do haseva. What's haseva? This is a very important talacha, Rabbi Yisai. I learned something very, very new and interesting that I didn't know. I'm sure a lot of you did know. I didn't know, so let me share it with you. Seva is that you have to lean to the left, only to the left, like the important people used to do in those days. They, for whatever reason, they thought it was comfortable to lay down. They would lay like this. Now, what I'm doing right now, this is what I do every year. Is this okay, Rabbi Isai? Says Yeshua, no. Well, Svardim do 45 degree angle. I don't know what they do. They do like this. But fine. Let's say I'm like this. Menachem Ateh. Am I okay over here? What do you say? Anybody? I, uh, you say, I'm leaning my arm. Like, okay, like this. Mendy, I'm okay? Yes. You, no, I'm okay. Not okay. Not okay. Take this one halacha today. Not okay. You know why? Nothing supporting my head. You need to have something under your head. I didn't know this, so I'm sharing it with you. You need to have a couch. You need a, some leaning. You can't just be in the air. This is not what they did in those days. They, they, they went on a, on a... That's why Rabbi Tversky in Chicago, he brings, his, he brings his couch to the head of the table. You can't go to the couch and lean. That doesn't work. It has to be by the table. Here's his couch, and he leans on the couch like a mensch. Well, like this. That's a good eitzah. But Rabbi said, it says in the Shulchan Aruch, you should prepare this beforehand. Don't come to the seder and start, oh, and take the pillow. Which pillow? You bring something, a shtender, I don't know what, and you, it has to be a real leaning. And this is ma'akev. If you don't do a proper leaning, you have to eat over the matzah. You have to do the, the dal kaisis again. It's not a joke. So at least one halacha. What? Because that's not leaning. It has to be a 45 degree, it has to be an angle. You to your left. Your head, your head has to be supported. How's your head being supported? Right. It's Likuva. We're going to learn right now. It's Likuva. Heseva is ma'akiv. It's, it's, that's how you have to eat l'chadchila. Let's see what the Gemara says. Itmar matzah tzorich heseva. When you eat matzah, you have to do heseva. Why? Because it's zeicher l'gu'ula. It's cheros. It's, you're showing that you're free. Freedom. How do free people eat? In those days, they would lean. Now, I hear people saying over here, it's so uncomfortable, it's not uncomfortable. The opposite. We like to eat like this. That's true. <coughs> so we can be subject under Rabbi Yah, who says that in our days it's not the minikalin, and therefore, he says you don't have to say it over with a bracha. But you have to do a seva. There's no, there's no question you have to do a seva. The Gemara is going to ask about women. You have to do a seva. Matzah tzorach haseva. I don't know. Today, this year, we're going to have to try to do it differently. We're in an hotel. I can't start schlepping. Uh, hopefully, I get there. I can't start schlepping couches and everything. We'll have to figure it out. I don't know. It's mamish ma'akiv. It's not a joke. People go like this. They drink the whole cup. And they go, oh, I forgot to save us. So what do you do? You have to drink again. Marar ein tzorach haseva. So read this together with me. What does this mean to you? Marar ein tzorach haseva. You don't need a seva. So let me ask you a question. Marar. If I want to do a seva, I want to be machna, I want to be a tzaddik. Now, why does mar not, not require seva? Because the opposite, it's, it's, it's to show avdos. And seva, leaning, is the opposite of slavery. So I want to show a seva. I want to do a seva when I'm showing avdos. Okay or not okay? No. Not okay. But the Gemara says, ain't sar seva. You don't need, but it's if you want, you could. Not a good deal. That's what I was medayik. Chabur said I was wrong. But then we look, looked it up. I was right. Baruch Hashem. Okay. So Mr. says if a person wants to be makbid, he could. Not a problem. Baraya, I'll prove it to you. What about kairach? Kairach, when you have the sandwich of matzah and mar inside, you have to do a seva. What about the mar? So you see, mar is not, it's not ma'akiv the seva. It's not a stira to the seva. Okay. Says the Gemara, yayin. What about the four cups? You have to do a seva or not? Okay, so it's going to get slightly interesting. 
We're just going to read a few lines. The bottom line is, you have to do a save on all four cups. Why? Because we're not sure what Rav Nachman said. He might have spoke, spoken about the last two cups, the first two cups. We don't know. Everything needs a seva. From a suffix. So on the one hand, Rav Nachman says, Tzorcha seva. Vidmar Mishmidi Rav Nachman ain't Tzorcha seva. Rav Nachman says, you don't need. Veloi pli, no machloikis. Hobbit tired de kasi kamoi, hobbit tired de kasi basroi. Doesn't help us much. This, this, we don't know what this means. This is the first two cups, and this is the second two cups. But what's this? That you have to, you don't have to. It can go both ways. Some explain it this way, some explain it that way. It makes a lot of sense that when you start out to say there, you have to lean. You're starting to talk about the cheros. But you don't need to do it. The second, last one. It already happened. You already said in that Gada that we have other and then we came out of its rhyme. Now we're already holding my benching and we're done with that. Hollow. And some say the other way. Now we're free. In the Haggadah part, we are free. In the beginning, you're saying, we're slaves. So slaves don't do a seva. It doesn't make sense to do a seva in the first two cups. Says the Gemara, now that we have no clue, we are very confused. So you have to do a seva on all four cups. So at the end of the day, the Shulchan Aruch says, by the way, that if you forget to do a seva when you eat the matzah, or you realize, here, here's a good one. You did a seva, but you realize that some guy said in a shear somewhere that you have to keep your head supported. So what I did is not a seva. So now, you, what do you do? You have to eat the matzah again. With a bracha, without a bracha. Shulchan Aruch says with a bracha. Do it over again. The Ramah, so Ashkenazim, don't do it with the bracha. You do it with the bracha, Almost everybody else here, whatever. Okay, so, you're not a real Israeli. Do you do a bracha when you forget a seva, Judah? That's the Shiloh. So, but wine, you just drink again without a bracha, okay? So wine, don't get too drunk, don't forget the seva, and don't forget to support your head. Pragdom, what if you're laying down on your back? That's not considered leaning. And if you lean on your right side, the opposite way, it's not considered seva, says the Rashbam. Why? Because you need to use your right hand. It's the opposite of cheros. You can't use your right hand when you're leaning like this. Okay, so this is a little bit Interesting, because the Machlag is Rashi and Rashbam again. Rashi and his grandson. According to Rashi, this line, Shemi Yaktim Kana Leveshet, we're concerned that he'll choke himself, is referring to a guy laying on his back. He's laying on his back. Very, he's going to drink like that. You choke. But according to Rashbam, Shemi Yaktim Kana Leveshet is talking about the right side. For whatever reason, the valve that controls the ear and the food, if you lean to the right, it's more likely to open up and allow food in as you're breathing and choke yourself. Dr. Epstein's looking, he's not 100% sure that he understands how it works scientifically. Dr. Epstein agrees. The most common uh, pneumonia is the right lower lobe pneumonia because the tube faces right and the food that goes down the windpipe goes straight to right lower lobe pneumonia. Wow. I hope everybody heard that because I'm not repeating what Dr. Factor said. But the most common pneumonia is the right lower lobe pneumonia. Lower lobe pneumonia because it's easy for food. It's easy for food to hit that right pipe. Now listen, there's a lot of doctors that are listening. So if you're off, you're 100% right. right. You know, there's no such thing. There's 99, but okay, fine. Agobanim, it's based on science also. Great. Now there's a big nafkamina, by the way, between Rashi and, there's a few nafkaminas here. But let's say somebody that's a lefty. A lefty. The Rashbam says the whole point of not leaning on your right is because you can't use your right hand. But if there's no sakon according to the Rajbam, according to the Rajbam, this is a problem. To, to, if you lean to your right, you might choke. So even a lefty cannot lean to his right because he has the same pipe inside. That choking problem exists for a lefty. But according to Rashi, that Shemi Yagim Kona Leveshet is not talking about a guy that's leaning to the right. That's not the concern. The concern is only a guy that's laying on his back. So a guy that's a lefty, he should lean to his right so he could use his left hand freely. Zakti Gemara, Isha Itzel Bala. 
No, no, no. A guy that's not laying on his back. The Gemara says a guy that has, there's no seva on the right. But that's a, for a normal person. That's a righty. But a lefty should do a save on the right because he could use his left hand. Rashi will agree to Rajbam Svara of using your arm and not using your arm. But he doesn't, he doesn't hold that there's a, a safety problem on, on a guy leading to the right. So, so, so a lefty should lean to his right, according to Rashi. Isha Yitzabala, Seva. A woman in her husband's presence should not do a seva. Says Rashi, I'm going to read it in Lashi Kodesh only. What? He does. Only according to Rajbam, there's an issue of, a, of the left pipe. There's no issue according to Rashi of, of Sakana. He, he argues with that idea of leading to the right. This is Sakana. Says Rashi, Isha Seva In those days, it was a little different. <laughs> exactly. A lot of men should not do a seva in front of their wives. Depending on the wife. Depends how kafuf you are to your wife. Then, by the way, what about a divorced woman? So again, it depends. If, if it's not acceptable for a woman to, to, to do a seva, it's not their derech. So a divorced woman, single woman, doesn't do a seva. If it's only because... Okay. Vim isha, chashuvahi. Aristocratic, a chashava. These women, the first class of the Titanic, you know, these chashava women, they, they used to lean. And memela, they also lean. Bennett's a love, what about a son? Is there some sort of kfifa? Is the son cuff of his father? No, buy a seva. His father expects him to do a seva. What about a Talmud by the Rebbe? Toshma. Or a Bayakiavin by Mar by Rabba. Zaginon Abirkidadodi we still lean. So over here you see how far down they would go. They would lean on their friends' knees. That's how far down. That's his seva. Now, remember the last, last Amr of Masechus Brachas. The Gemara tells us that Rav Yosef was more qualified than Rabbi to become the Rosh Hashiva, but he refused to take the position because the stargazers told him he'll only last for two and a half years. He didn't want to die in two and a half years. So he deferred it to Rabbi. And the Gemara says over there that Rabbi was Rosh Hashiva for 22 years, 22 and a half years, and then Rav Yosef took over for two and a half years and he was Nifta. In all those 22 years, Rabbi Yosef didn't act in a chash in a of a manner. He didn't even get bloodletting done in his house. And I think it's Negev, maybe, just as a small little diuk. I didn't talk it over with anybody, so I'm a little scared to say it. But it says, Yosef, when once he became the Rosh Hashiva, you don't have to, you don't have to do any hasev in front of your Rebbe. Why? Moira Rabach. The famous the what, what, what he do with the S, and he didn't know Rabbi Kiva walked away from all the S, and then he finally realized, But you see this idea that Rabbi Yosef was so into giving covet, at least, not, not, not that it was his Rebbe, but the Roshiva Rabbah, that he refused to take bloodletting. So maybe that's the Pshat over here also. Like, that's how, that's how much fear you have to have of your Rebbe that you don't have to do. Haseva. It says everybody should do Haseva. Even a Talmud should do. It says the Gemara, an incredible thing that I don't have good Pshad, and if you have Pshad, please let me know. The, a guy is learning. He has a teacher teaching him guitar, teaching him how to be a carpenter. So I would think for a second that in front of him you shouldn't do a seva. I don't understand the Havamin at all. What? He's teaching you nothing. He's teaching you how to be a carpenter. Nevertheless, I would have such a Havamin. Alright? Ibailu, Shamishmai. What about a waiter? In a way, he's subordinate here. He's coming, he's serving you. If a waiter does a seva, good. He's Yaitza. Mesev in, Le Mesev Lai. You see from here that a waiter must do Heseva. And from here the rush um, proves that if you don't do Heseva, you have to go back and eat the matzah again. It says Mefurish over here. If you don't do Heseva, you're not Yaita. You've got to go back and do Heseva when you eat matzah. You've got to be Makvin on this Heseva. By the way, I forgot a very important thing. Shukhanach talks about that L'Chathchila, 
A person should do a seva the entire meal. Through the soup, the chicken, everything, a seva. You're a king. We're talking about over here the main things, the first kezayis of matzah, the dal kaisas. There's, I saw also, they say during Magan. I'm, I'm not kidding, I saw this somewhere. I'm not, now that you remind me, during... What? But aim of a year, I saw somewhere that says that even during, not the eating part. So I don't know what, you sure? Okay. Vam Rebbe Shulman Levi. Definitely Shulchan he talks about the rest of the meal. Vam Rebbe Shulman Levi, Noshim Chayovais Barba Khoisis Halalu. Now, Khoisis is Mitzvah Saseh Shazman Grom. It's classic. It's once a year, twice a year. So a woman should be potter. Why is a woman Chayiv? The Fkuf Chesam Beis. Shafhein Hoyu Ba'isayanes, a very familiar saying. And the Rajbam actually brings, Taisa brings the Rajbam, Rajbam himself brings, Rashi brings. Women were in the nace. What does that mean? So either they caused the nace, because Bishchus Nashim Tzitkaniyais, Nigalu Avisenu, it was Bishchus, the Tzitkaniyais in that generation. Similarly, we have the same thing by Hanukkah. We have. By Esther, in the Megillah, b'schus nashim, b'schus nashim. The other b'shad is, Taisus says, that they were saved, that they were nigal, not because of them that the gula happened. They left Mitzrayim. They were in the danger, the same danger the men were. They wanted to wipe the Klai Israel out. They were, they were saved. Sponsored by Eli Dykman, Brach for all the MDY team, he chapped the right when the price was cheap still. For all the MDY team in their everyday lives, for all the hard Avedis HaKodesh they do, it's unbelievable. They mamish do, you can't even imagine. More and more, all the time. Sponsored for Rafur Shlamer, for all Chayli Yisrael, especially from our MDY family, please consider joining the MDY Tehillim group, tehillim.8mindaf.com and nycum.8mindaf.com. Great. Omar Abiyudo. Omar Shmuel. Say Shmuel. Our book, Koisis Halalu, I'm running low on water, so I'm, I'm like trying to preserve it. I used to get two, automatic, back in the day, but you know, it's different now. Omer Rabbi Yudah, Omer Shmuel, our book, Koisis Halalu, Tzorch, Shi'yeh, Bohem, Kedei, Mizigas, Kois, Yofa. In the time of the Gemara, we had this many, many times. Shkoyach. Thanks. Wow, it comes right out of... Uh, Sure, water. Wow. Shkoya, wow. Thanks, Yeshua. What do you say? Oh, it's an excellent share so far. Yeshua, how do we do a seva, Yeshua? So, to the left. Great. What? How about leaning? Support? What's. So in the time of the Gemara, they used to dilute the wine. It was very, very strong. What was the shear? Three to one ratio. So if you need a revius of wine, all you need to start out with is a quarter of a revius. And then you add three quarters of a revius of water, and now you have a revius of wine. So when we're talking about a kaisiafa, which is the Birkis Hamazin cup, because you have the 10 things that go with Birkas and Muzzin. I mentioned one of them yesterday. You need to do a crown around. It has to be full. You have to wash the inside. You know, the 10 things that you do with a cup. It's called Kais Yafa. Shesam Chai, we're going to go into this a little bit. The Gemara is going to explain. Shesam Chai, but if you drink it undiluted, Yatza, you drink it, you know, really heavy wine. You're supposed to add three times the amount, three, three to one ratio of water, and you didn't, Yatza. Our wine today doesn't, we don't have this issue today. What? Malaga? Ked and Malaga? You know what my father used to do, you remind me. He used to do three to one Malaga, three, to, three parts grape juice, one part Malaga. Tastes Givaldic. <laughs> Great invention. Yeah. Do not try it with, with Castel and that stuff. Okay. Shesayim bevasachas. You know, I think... I, I'm pretty sure Yashiv said, they asked him how, like, what's the shear on like, today's wine? He said, you know, you take the, the, the Kiddush cup and you rinse it out and you go like this. So when you're done going like this and you go like that, that's how much water, if you add it, it you're already, it's considered maziga, or like you're diluting it. It's too much today. Too much water. You're not supposed to add water. What if a guy goes ahead and drinks all four cups in one shot, like some of my children do? 
They see the wine, and they think that when they get to the second cup, they'll do it again, and then they're out. So we're going to have to see what this means. Don't take it literally. We're going to see soon it's a big problem to drink all four cups. Let's say, you, from your own cup, like you do on Kiddush, you drink a little bit, you give to your sons. Again, we're going to have to qualify this. If you drink it, what does it mean? You yaitza drinking undiluted wine. Don't think that's so pashat. What does yidayai mean? Lachar means on yantiv. And after tomorrow, you have to drink wine. It's simchas yantiv. There's nothing like drinking a good cup of wine for the simcha. So that yaitza, that mitzvah, the four cups of wine, you weren't yaitza. Layatza. You take all four cups, chuck them down. It's a great simcha. Ooh, you're going to be tipsy. It's going to be geshmag. You're going to have a great time. So, here, you have a guy. He's a doctor on a shift, whatever it is. He's on a tzolik call. He has to do seder right now. He doesn't have time to, to, to sit around. And he has to do dalakos. He has a bottle of wine. What should he do? If he drinks all four cups in one shot, it's considered one cup only. He'll have to do another three cups. What should he do? Very simple. Say a few psukim of tilim, say a little bit of agadah, make some sort of stop. You have to make a stop, otherwise it's not four cups. But he makes a stop. He says, Shere ma'azim ha'amakim k'rosich ha'ashem, second cup. Hashem shem ma'bukayli, third cup. And that's how he goes by. Yishko mehem le'bonav le'meyesah. What's going on here? Or rach me'yitzchok v'hud yishter rubi de'kasa. Can't just take a little sip from the cup and give it to your sons. You have to drink a malay lugum of l'chayra. But most of the cup is malay lugum. Meisve. Ask the Gemara question. You need, in the four cups, you need a revias. Which would mean a quarter of a revias. Because in order to get to revias, you start off with a quarter of revias, you add three times water, and you have a revias. Echad chayv, echad mazik. It doesn't matter whether it's undiluted or diluted. Echad chadash, brand new wine that has no taste. Echad yashan, and... Older wine that also loses its flavor. This is amazing. Also, halacha a practical halacha. You have to have the flavor of wine and the look of wine. Question. Asking the blue bottle. Women love that stuff for the Seder. Could you use it on the Dalai Kaisais? Oh, Asti is no good. Now, I don't know if it tastes like wine. That's a different story. It tastes like soda, but great. It's the number one, it became the number one bottle in America. The non-Jews drink this more than anything else. Now, he just mentioned, Dr. Fackner mentioned, make it red. Can you make Asti red? Well, there's two problems. You're dying, Anyantif. Are you allowed to dye food, Anyantif? Most say yes, some say no. So right there is another problem. However, Chaim Kanievsky is of the opinion, and I sort of understand him. You're not making it red wine. You just made it, you dyed the wine. It's not red wine. He says you didn't accomplish anything by making it red. By pouring a little grape juice into Asi, you don't have red wine there. You have white wine that you put a little red. Now, in order to avoid the problem of dyeing the wine on Yantif, there's another way, even to the Manda Omer that says you're not allowed to dye food on Yantif, you could take the red wine and pour the white into it. Take a little bit of red wine, put it on the bottom of the cup, and pour the white, you, you, then you'll be making that thing. So anyways, I thought it was interesting because I know for a fact that I used to, just on my own swar, I poured a little bit of red into my wife's asti, and I thought I was being yaitz of a corner of Chaim Kanievsky and not yaitz at all. So try to stick to red wine that actually tastes like wine. Some of this wine that costs 15 shekel doesn't really taste like wine. Oh, people think it does. With, what? Oh, according to Rabbi Yudah, it's legal. Right. I don't know exactly. I think it could be it's not la lacha. But I know people are very makbinah. It says that you need a revius. You're telling me a quarter of a revius is enough, and you just add three, three quarters water, and over it says you need a full revius. That's exactly what we meant. It's one thing. You have a you start out with a quarter of revias and you add the water to it, and like that you get to revias. 
You have to have the taste, the flavor, and the look of wine. My time the it says, you shouldn't, it talks about not getting drunk because you lose yourself. And it says, you make sure, but it says in the Pasuk, red wine, red wine is, is the typical wine. I saw somewhere else, I forgot where, maybe it was Rashi, that says that it reminds us of the red, the blood of Mitzrayim, of the babies. So, another reason why. Everybody is chayiv. Even children. Children are not chayiv Why do you have to give them four cups of wine? Raboisai, here comes one of the hardest lines and shots for me to read. Ella, I can't read it. I can't read it. Ella, mechalkim, I'll show you why. Ella, mechalkim, lohem, kloyos, vegoizim, berifesach. Raboisai, you see this? This motivates children. This, you tell your child, hey, if you behave nicely, I'll give you one of these. And he's shot quiet the whole entire Seder. Where, Rabbi, said, did I go wrong? Let me show you my children. Electric bike, electric scooter, and this is just for one child, all three of these. The Xbox, and this child, Rabbi, said, this. This is, what the, this is what motivates the children. The Gemara says, I don't know what happened to me. I just don't know. This is, I tell you, this is really, really difficult for me to read this Gemara. I'm not kidding you. It's not even salted. Not even salted. Let's see what the point is. Menachem says, I missed the point. Let's go weiter. Now, Erev Pesach, not literally... The, the, the day before, six hours before. It means by the Seder, you give them these, these egoism, you mechalik egoism. There's somebody, so there's somebody in the neighborhood that told me that my thousand dollars is, is equal to him, three dollars to tzedakah. That same person told me yesterday that he, these work for his children. This works for his children. He goes, you, you, you're going to behave. And he says, you don't understand how many kashas they ask him. And he's, the egoism are flying like crazy. Mendy believes him. Just like he believed him, Mendy knows him very well. Mendy also uh, learns something something, whatever. Okay. Yes. That's one shot. You're right. That's one shot. My kids, if they saw this, you know, the shin, they might, they might, they might faint. You, you want to add, guys? It's a problem. It's a problem. I am up for five hours. I deserve to eat a little bit. Don't, that was a mistake. All right. Good kasha. Many has to give out the kasha. Bam kasha. Sorry and take Do I make a bar? Do I? It's a mitzvah baba verish. I say. I'll try it out. I'll try it out. What part? The eating. Ooh, you're right. But I don't. I'm on a diet. I was on a diet. This is the first time I broke. But I don't. I don't give a thousand dollars to the diet. I give a thousand dollars if I eat uh, cakes and stuff like that. This is not my diet. But I broke the time of that. Wow. All right. For the joke, let's die. Um, what were you telling me live yesterday that people do things like that? Not don't even uh, don't apply to the to today, but you do it anyways. What was it? On on the egoism. Rematasil Salomon gives his 70-year-old son egoism at the Seder. He says, if you say a good vartari, I'll give you egoism. Because there's an Indian to do it. That's basically what Menach- Nachman uh, Seltzer was just saying. That the Gemara says it, you do what the Gemara says. The Gemara knows. Yeah. The Gemara, yeah, you're right. And it was actually the same, it was the top line. Okay, let's just finish. He would also give out at the Seder, that the kids shouldn't fall asleep. And they should ask, give all the questions, have a wonderful day.
Yeshua, Yeshua, I need that, please. Yeah. That's one shot, it's not an old I know. That's what the I I can't choose with people every day after. But okay. Yeah. Shalom Aleichem, Rabbi Sai. Who's that? Shmuli? How's everybody doing? I feel bad. Uh, Garrison, I need my computer back during Shir so I can choose with these guys on... What? I should, get a, I should also get a headset so I can hear you guys. What do you say? I look what? <laughs> so embarrassing, Mavish, in public. I got embarrassed in public. Lexus? It's made by Lexus? I was looking for cool toys to bring, you know? The latest and the best. It's not a joke. With my kids, I can't bribe them for anything less than $100. Like, they look at me like, what are you crazy? Like, hey, if you learn a daft Gemara, I'll give you 10 bucks. He looks at me like, what? Like, a hundred, like, the concept of money doesn't even... Yeah. Too loud in here. Ari Blom, how you doing? Shalom Aleichem. I always, I, always, I always want to say hello to you. You do amazing work. I, I'm always very impressed by your writing skills. Really, really, really nice. Ooh, Yisrael Helbrin. I got your pictures from my brother at the Bar Mitzvah. I got them, I got them. Yishkoyach. And, and Moshe Hirsch, I got your email too. I have to remember to, write, to, to read it. I wanted to read it like on Friday when it's like more like give the people the push. So maybe I'll push it off to Friday. We'll see. Yeah. It is. It's going to be after, it's going to be after the Seum. Shleimi Klein, you already signed up? What's going on? You signed up? Yeah. What do you say? Which hotel are you going to that has no couch? It has couches. When are we going to start schlepping a couch to the, to the Seder table? It's not my couch. It has, it has couches, but we're eating in a dining room with no couches. I can't start doing my own rearranging. Uh, although I own some of the couch. I, own, I, I guess I own 10% of that couch. Maybe I should take 10% of it and put it by my table. No, ma. No. Oh. Kiukinek chashav shes zevel. No, ma. Tegidi kavu. Yeah, but I can't talk now because I'm on Zoom. You're doing a whole. I'm gonna try. For you especially. I definitely try. The question is, why do you go all out like that? You're such a sound. Large. It brings. It brings chusim. No, what's pshat? What's your pshat? No, so you're not doing No. Got it. Chutzpah. Abaya shatalom shalem lo alachenu lo omer. Tatchis shalem. Hey Mark, Mazel Tov, Mazel Tov, amazing. 
Mark, tell everybody. Tell everybody what happened. Tell them. Tell them. They should know. Where's Where's Ellie Dykeman? He needs to hear. Ellie, you should. You want to switch the the wording of your of your thing? You missed that Mark Steinberg's son became a chassan. He attributed a lot to the sponsorship of the month of the of turning of the daf. It's already that's it. Since I made that announcement, everything's sold out for three years. Who, Mark Steinberg? I saw. Shloimi, Shloimi, sometimes you don't have to marry anybody off. Sometimes you have to increase your marriage. Make your marriage a better marriage. Ooh. That would be, a, Ellie, that would be amazing. If you said, I'm sponsoring a whole month, I should have amazing Shalom Bites with my wife. That amazing Shalom Bites I have should be even better. Ooh, that would be like top. No problem. Every marriage, every marriage needs work. No, no, I don't think so. No, I told you I, I, I have a partnership in a house over there. I haven't been there since I moved to Israel, which is uh, seven and a half years. Jet skis, the jet skis. First thing, Ellie. The first thing I did, first day, literally first day, bought a uh, a floating um, dock, bought two turbocharged jet skis, and they were both stolen the next week. On video. On pine tree. You know, you know, you know where the uh, uh, we have a. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know the. What's the name of the hotels? I almost forgot the name of the hotels over there. What's the famous hotel? What's the blue? The, what's the name of the blue? No, Dwayne Wade lives a couple houses down. All these uh, stars. Yeah. What time is it? Oh yeah, I gotta go, Rabbi. It's late. Late. All right. Mark. I hope I hope people start signing up real quickly. Let me know. I heard there's already three people signed up. Zagizont. I gotta go because everybody's killing me. I'll uh, Monty, tell me the story later. I gotta run.